Alrighty, welcome to my first episode of This is the Way Podcast, your host Aubrey, and happy Halloween to anybody watching on Halloween, and I would have gotten to this episode a little uh, sooner, but yesterday I had work from 3 and I didn't get off till 11, so I just wanted to put it off, I didn't want to watch the episode and I was really tired last night, so I went ahead and watched it this morning on Halloween day, and let me tell you, it is amazing. Okay, this is what I've been waiting for since the season finale of season one. It brings the... It's not. It's nothing too serious in the first episode. It is very uh, miscellaneous kind of quest, if you want to call it that. A side quest, even. Kind of like the middle episodes of season one. It is... I'll get to the whole plot, break it down... But overall, did I think it was a good episode? Yes. Uh, It leaked a little bit at the end. Or it leaked. It led to a little bit at the end. Final four seconds. That kind of, whoa, wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Is this something that's going to lead to a big plot? And I think it is. Now, let's get that out of there. Okay. Now, let's break down the episode. So it opens up with a recap of season one. And it shows you all the, uh, if you want to call them filler episodes, that was in the middle of the uh, season one. What was it like? Episode three to six, I think. Those were filler. I don't know. Uh, They didn't show that in the recap. They showed the first episode, second one, and then the last two, I believe. Which is when... He found the child, the baby Yoda, the whatever species they're called. I don't even know. I don't think they have the name. I think it's just because Yoda and Yaddle are the only ones we've ever seen. It shows him finding him, uh, him rescuing him from the stormtroopers. I can't remember the name of those scientists guys or whatever that were going to run test on him. Because they knew he was force sensitive. And. It showed the battle. Where the Mandalores came out. And backed him up. At that town. I can't remember exactly which planet they were on. Now that I'm thinking about it. I know it kind of had some lava on it. Or some magma parts to it. But. It shows the end. Shows that. uh, Guy at the end. The bad guy. What was his name? Hoff Gideon, I think it was. I'm probably really wrong. I would have prepared for this episode a little more, but I've been working this whole week, so I really just wanted to watch this episode and get it out. I didn't want to have to go backtrack, look up people's names and all of that. I'm pretty sure that is his name, though, Hoff Gideon. Shows him with the uh, Black Saber, or whatever it's called, that was in the Clone Wars. And... Then it gives us the opening. The little uh, Star Wars intro shows the helmets and whatever. Gets through it. And the opening before, I guess you would say, the title screen is the scene of him at the Underground Fight Club. Which was a really good scene. It did show the... uh, a bit of the fight that we are watching between the two guards 
that were at Jabba's Palace. I can't think of their species names, but Jabba's Guards Palace. Jabba's Palace Guards. They're, those guys, they were having a fight. And it looked like it wasn't really a lethal fight because every time they hit each other, there was some type of energy reaction where they would, the other that was receiving the blow would uh, get shocked back. You know, like a force of energy would blow them back. It didn't seem like it was a lethal fight to the death because I did have the axes in that fight. So the Mandalore goes here because he is looking for more information on either the child species or more Mandalores for more info. I think I'm not too sure if he asked him if the guy knew about the child species or anything about the Jedi. I think he went there and just asked him about another Mandalore he might know. And he did. He told him, I do know one, but let's make a little wager. He said, if this one guy, he gave him a name too. The guys fighting if he wins then i'll tell you but if he loses or no if this guy dies in the next minute and a half i don't have to tell you anything and i'll and i'll get that beskar armor off of you mando was pretty much like i'm not gonna let a wager decide you know whether i get information or not i'm willing to pay you and then he, the, I guess he's more like a gangster. The guy that he was talking to, he's got this white suit on. He's he has one eye. And he knows he has the child with him. So the guy pulls a gun out, shoots one of the dudes in the rings. Because he was about to lose that bet that he was wagering, actually. And then he has him and his guards around him stand up pointing guns at the mandalore and obviously they probably know uh what the mandalore has done what he's wanted for all that good stuff and the mandalore tells him you know what i don't even think he, he told him anything i think he gave him maybe like one last warning and then he activated the thing he got in the second episode i believe it was that shoots all those little missiles the fireflies or whatever it's called kills all the dude's guards one of the combatants from the ring jumps the mandalore he jumps over the rope and does a, a a swanton dive nearly jeff hardy style uh and some more guys jump into the fray Mandalore gets to actual fisticuffs with him and kills him. Uh, pretty cool combat scene. And he chases the guy. The guy's running down the street. And it's also, forgot to mention, when he Mandalore got to this planet, wherever it is, there it was dark and there was these red eyes all over the place. Obviously, it's some type of creature, or creatures, I should say, that are hiding in the shadows. So anyways, the guy's running down and he... Catches him with this little uh, lasso, I guess you'd call it. Ties him up like he's Batman. Has him hanging upside down. Ask him, where is this Mandalore? He says, on Tatooine. And I totally forgot that the Mandalore has been to Tatooine. Or let's call him Mando. Mando. Our Mandalorian. 
So Mando's been to Tatooine. I totally forgot that in season one. He gets his information where he's possibly at at Tatooine and kills the light, leaves the dude hanging, and all these creatures come and eat the dude. I'm gonna guess it doesn't show it, but that's what's entailed. And then the title screen opens up. So it's a pretty good opening to the episode. It's kind of like the very first opening we got where he walked into that cantina for that bounty and all these dudes started going after him and he got into a, a brawl with him. It's kind of like that. So he flies to Tatooine, meets up with that mechanic lady from that fir- from the, not the first episode, the first season. And she's thrilled to see the child still with him. And tells him a little information about a city that he's looking for, or more of a, less of a city, more of a little town, uh, a mining town, actually. It's not even on the map anymore, it's so small. He heads to the location that it's supposed to be, and this place is, I mean, it's straight out of a western. If you've played Red Dead Redemption 2, think of Tumbleweed, when you uh, go back to uh, Austin. And you knew Austin, I believe it is. And you go to Tumbleweed, where it's just a real barren town. There's a few people here and there. That's what the vibe was. He was strolling through there on a speeder bike. Stops at the cantina, goes in, asks uh, the barkeep if he's seen any Mandalorian. He asks what he looks like. He's like, well, he's wearing my armor. And lo and behold... The biggest reveal of the episode, I believe, unless the very the last five seconds is what I think it is. The biggest reveal of the episode is that the town's sheriff steps into frame like a straight western. Steps into frame at the doorway. And you will not believe the armor he was wearing was Boba Fett's armor from the original trilogy. And at first I was thinking... Okay, this is Boba Fett's armor. It is. It is. It's gotta be. And I was like, oh, maybe it's too good to be true. I looked at the armor more and more in the scene. And he had the same damage to the helmet. Obviously, the armor looks worse now. I'm pretty sure. After how many? Five years after the Empire fell. I think that's when Boba Fett died. I think it was five years, something like that. Four. And... He's got the same damage to the helmet where it's above the left eye part of the little circle indention. And then he has the same marking on the right pectoral. And then he's got obviously the Mandalorian symbol on his shoulder pads. And it's the same color. It is Boba Fett's armor. Okay. It is. Because it, it, it just is. You can only, you have to see it to believe it. Now. And, uh, he gets into a little conversation with him, telling him, I need that armor. That's not yours. He obviously knows the guy's not a Mandalorian, because the dude just takes off his helmet. And I was really expecting, okay, maybe this is Boba Fett, and he's changed a lot ever since he escaped the Sarlacc pit. But no, it's the town sheriff. He found the armor. He said he bought it off of some Jawas. We actually get to see that scene. And I'll break it down right now. Basically, he, the town was attacked a couple years ago, or maybe a year or two ago, by these dudes. Oh yeah, it was a few years ago, because it was right when the Empire fell. They were watching the Death Star blow up, and these dudes immediately rolled up to the tavern. 
massacre some of the townsfolk and then basically running a dictatorship over them uh, slavery basically the guy he ran away after that little massacre in the bar he was rescued by Jawas in the desert and he had some he stole some jewels from these dudes and the Jawas were really wanting them they were they were offering him rifles R2 units he wouldn't take them and he saw Boba Fett's armor hanging up in a corner and he took it so that's how he's got Boba Fett's armor so how the Jawas got their hands on it I have no clue uh, I hope we really I really hope we get to see Boba Fett and how he got out of the Sarlacc pit and what happened afterwards for him to even lose that armor and and then they almost have a little shootout in the bar He's like, you know, I'm either going to take that armor from you nicely, or I'm going to take it off your corpse. And right before they can get into a little draw, this Megalodon thing, they called the dragon, I think it was. I think they just called it the dragon. I don't think there's no special name to it. It's just the dragon. It really reminds me of the Megalodon. It strolls through the town under... So think if the sand is an ocean... That's how it was coming at them and how it, you know, did all its traveling. And it went right through the middle of town, knocking some stuff over that was uh, above ground. And at the very end was a pantha, I believe they're called, the Tusken Raiders animals with the horns. He goes up and just like a great white shark. Or not, not, not like a great white shark, but just like the Meg in the movie that I saw the Meg. The Megalodon uh, jumps up and boom, takes him. He's gone. And I really thought this was supposed to resemble uh, a shark. But later on in the show, you get to see more of its body. And it does actually have that head and neck of a dragon. More of a sh than, more than of a shark. But it was still pretty cool. So, big problem. The sheriff summon up says, hey, I'll give you this armor if you help us kill this thing. This thing's been terrorizing us for some time. Mando takes him to Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders, and he speaks fluent in Tuscan. And the Tuscan Raiders have also been raiding this village for some time here and there. So there's already bad relations between the sheriff, the townsfolk, and the the sand people, the Tuscan Raiders. Basically. It's just a few Tuscan Raiders and Amanda and the Sheriff, they get together and they go after this thing's home. And its home is a old Sarlacc pit, or an abandoned Sarlacc pit. The Sheriff mentions there, there's no such thing as an abandoned Sarlacc pit. Then, the Mando says, there is if you eat it. So this dragon thing has eaten a Sarlacc. Which is insane. And this Sarlacc pit is not like the one Boba Fett fell into where it's facing upwards. This one's more like a cave. And it's uh, into a mountain. Anyways, they try to get it. They send a Bantha, if that's what they're called. They send that out as bait. And the Tusken Raider that led it out got eaten. Instead of the Bantha. Yep, I just looked it up. It is called Bantha. Thank God I was right. 
he gets eaten instead of the bantha. Little comedy in there. The thing goes back in its cave, and they're like, oh, "Hey, we need to think of a, another strategy." They look it over with plan. They have like a to scale model of this little skeleton they found. It looks like a like a snake skeleton, and then they're using pebbles as them, and then they show that they need more of them. So they go and convince the townspeople that they have to join the sand people to take out this dragon thing. Both of them want it gone, so common. They both have a common goal. They set aside their differences and go after this thing. And at the very end, they they do succeed. Long story short, they do succeed. And how they did it was the Tuscan Raiders explained that the belly is the weak point. Now, for some reason, I knew this to begin with. So, on the way there, they strap up these bombs or these mines on these banthas to travel. And I'm immediately thinking, okay... If you're going to kill it that way, I'm thinking, let the dragon eat a bantha, and then you know, detonate it, or it blows up after a time. No, their original idea was to bury them, bury the bombs, into a trench, and once it comes out far enough, and it's over, the bombs are over its stomach area, then detonate it. Well, it took... A couple tries to get it to come out far enough they actually lost I want to say four people at the very beginning trying to get it out they blow it up they think hey did we get it it goes back under uh, no I don't think we did blows up again and it's in the it's in the mountain now it's way up high and it spits acid out of its mouth too so this is so yeah I think I want to say about six or seven people probably died i want to say this acid is melting these people because i don't see anybody else get up that has acid on them spits it out people die they blow up the bombs he goes under they're like uh i don't think we got it shoots out of the mountain up top spits more acid out at this range gets a few more people and i think he may eat two or three more people at this point including tuscan raiders and then finally the mando sees the what he should have done in the first place he baits him to him he's standing by this bantha and so is the sheriff in boba fett's armor and oh man i just gotta say it is amazing seeing boba fett's armor being worn anyways he baits him the sheriff's like okay he's coming this way what do we do now and he tells him take care of the child knocks his jetpack thing off at the bottom to cause it to just take off by itself launches the sheriff and then the mando gets swallowed along with this bantha with bombs all over it obviously this is the first episode you know what's gonna happen the thing pops out again electricity is flying out of his mouth i guess he's shocking it with his rifle he did have that rifle on him he's tasering it on the inside the bantha got swallowed detonates the bantha while he's flying with his jetpack and that's another thing the sheriff also has boba fett's jetpack and knows how to use it so when they was at the top of the mountain they both flew up and were fighting it while flying it was amazing anyways flies out of it detonates it it blows up and it is a huge explosion compared to the one they did prior and 
Well, that's gonna take a drink there. I've been talking for 20 minutes straight here. A huge explosion. The carcass around the stomach area is just blown open. And the Tuscan Raiders... Well, first, everyone celebrates. Everyone celebrates. Anyways, now what happened, I thought was going to happen to show uh, true... Uh, what's it called? When people that hate each other, they put aside their differences, and at the very end, they're like friends, they're shaking hands, they're hugging each other. No one... You know, high five to Tuscan Raider. You know what I mean? They all kept to themselves, hugging each other. That kind of thing. The Tuscan Raiders were doing their little holler. They do the... And... The Tuscan Raiders are ca carving this thing out. They're taking its meat. The Mando even takes a good chunk of it. The, he takes a piece that's... Probably about twice the size of the child. It's a good piece of meat. He takes along with them. And then the Tuscan Raiders also find... I want to say it's an egg. It's shaped like a pearl. More like. They find it inside the carcass. It's shaped more like a pearl. It's perfectly round. White. Obviously it's got blood all over it. But I'm going to guess this is an egg. That they got. So maybe this is why this dragon thing was eaten a lot. That it was... Having a feed too. You know. It was eating for itself. And then trying to provide nutrients for this egg to grow i'm pretty sure that's what it was i'm not too sure the sheriff gives the armor back to the mando says hey return it to your people and then tell him i'm not the one that broke it i guess he was also referring to when he busted his jetpack but the armor is also jacked up from just years of decay and all that he you know, says, see you later. Mando rides off. And as he's riding off, these final five seconds, somebody's looking over at the Mando from a distance. It's pretty much dusk at this point. The sun has fallen. There's a little bit of light on the sand, on the desert. And this person, he turns around, you get to look at him, but I can't tell if this is supposed to be him. If this is supposed to be Boba Fett. I could probably go back and look and see if the actor that played Jango Fett is in that episode because that's can can canon canonically because of canon Boba Fett is now a clone of Jango Fett because he's his son that had slowed down cloning process so Boba Fett is gonna look like Jango by this point a little older probably by now anyways he looks over at him at Mando riding out through the desert he turns around and faces the camera and I, I do want to really believe that this is Boba Fett and that's where the episode ends I know I was kind of all over the place for this this was my first episode ever recording of a podcast so and uh, also to mention if anyone is really into that uh, Baby Yoda or the child has a lot of moments I say moments. He's not a key part of this episode. He just kind of is in it here and there to see his reaction. It's cute. It's funny. And so if you're one of those people that watch it and you just really look forward to seeing the child, that it does have moments in there for you. Uh, if you're in there for combat, it's got it. If you're in there for a little bit of gunplay, um, it's not that much in there besides them 
well, actually, the the sheriff it, in the flashback it shows the sheriff shooting down the people that were terrorizing the town and using Boba Fett's uh, rocket launcher on his back and using his tracking system that's uh, that's attached to his helmet that comes down and locks on, fires a rocket. It's crazy. Um, other than that, I think it was a pretty solid episode. I can't wait for episode two. I think what they're going to lead to with this season is, or at least the next episode is, they're going to have the next episode be completely unrelated to what that last five seconds was. I think they're going to go to another totally random story part that has, has no connection. Maybe the, the lady, or the lady, Gina Car- Carno, I think that's her real name. Maybe she'll appear in the next episode. But I definitely feel like they're not going to jump at us with that Ahsoka yet or that Boba Fett. If they do do Boba Fett, I don't know if maybe it was just a cameo to have his armor in it. I think I do remember reading that Boba Fett was going to be in the show. But I don't know if that's what they meant was just his armor was. Anyways, it was a pretty solid episode. I definitely go ahead and recommend watching it. If you haven't already by this point. And I'm definitely probably going to go back and watch it again. For some of the key moments I missed. Prior to the second episode. Like the names of the sheriff. The names of that gangster guy. That he met in the very beginning of the intro. Other than that. uh, Thank you for listening to my very first podcast again it's uh it's awesome to do this i've always wanted to do podcasting and i was gonna do some other ideas for podcasts and i thought hey if the mando mandalorian coming out season two i'll go ahead and jump on that i really love the show and i probably will definitely come out with more podcasts in the future of different topics but expect these episodes weekly And this is Aubrey signing off.